Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sunshine State. This is Sunshine Wiley, your host. Glad to have you guys tuned in. This episode of the Sunshine State, I will be talking to three very, very cool people. I'm excited to have these individuals here with me to discuss some um, pretty heavy topics that uh, have been facing us as a community lately. Um, and uh, without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and jump in to the topic and we'll go ahead and get the conversation started. First, I'll just introduce everybody real quick. Um, first, we have my brother, PJ McSwain. Hey, people, I'm PJ McSwain, um, originally from Brooklyn, New York, now living in Chicago, Illinois. Um, yeah, I'm just a singer by trade and trying to raise two kids. And next, we have my homegirl, who's a reoccurring guest, Miss Misha. Hola, hello. I am Miss Dot Misha, aka the Irregular Girl on Instagram. I am a actress, artist, rapper. Sunshine says, and uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just here for great conversation. Yeah, and last but not least, we got Mr. Marco Anthony, aka Marco the Poet, um, in the building with us tonight as well. What's up, y'all? I'm Marco Anthony, as she stated, and I'm a poet, activist, leader organization called Just Society. And one initiative that we have is to strengthen um, families, strengthen the relationship starting with the man and the woman. And so it's a group I have online. It's called Love Relationships God. You can join it on Facebook. Thank you guys for coming out. Um, this is going to be an amazing uh, opportunity to talk with these great people. We'll actually kind of do a continuation from a, a previous podcast that I did um, from the Women and Wine, um, where we kind of touched on protection of the black women. Um, I know a lot of the things that we talked about during that podcast was sometimes we feel unprotected while we're walking home by ourselves at night or we're walking to our car or we're in a situation where it's us and it's a lot of guys around. Sometimes we just feel like we are in a completely threatened situation. And um, I actually got some feedback from one gentleman um, and he was saying that he doesn't really agree with the fact that black women are unprotected. He feels like it's a good conversation to have, but he doesn't really feel that black women are unprotected. So I brought these gentlemen in here today to see their perspective on that same thing. And then also, um, you know, of course we got two black women here so we can kind of talk about it as well. So without further ado, I just want to get a general understanding of what you guys feel is needed or if there is anything needed to make black women feel like they're protected. So um, I was on that original podcast where we had that conversation and um oddly enough it got my wheels to turning and after i left um the recording i went to a concert where i was in a group 
um, there were three guys and myself. So I was the only female. And um, I think originally I said that I have always felt protected within my personal circle of people that I know. And um, that day just kind of further proved or solidified my feeling of security. But um, I noticed that it's the people that we know that kind of take a stance of protection around us or the people that I know take a stance of protection around me. But um, we, being this is the age of like social media, we see it all the time where something is happening to a black female and everybody's got their phone out instead of interjecting and on her behalf to either de-escalate the situation or to kind of um, serve as a buffer between her and whatever is happening to her. Now there are videos of people that actually do step up, but more often than not, it seems like um, it's, it's the opposite. Like people are watching things happen to black women and not believing them when they're saying that these things have happened, even if they're not there. Mm -hmm. I think it becomes hard though, because there are definitely the times where you see black women are in situations that people are just definitely taking advantage of them and are definitely um, in the wrong. But then there are also the other times where you see black women who are instigating these situations. I was just at, um, a place on the south side a couple nights ago and these women were loud and unruly and had to be put out of this restaurant because they were like going in I don't even know what the situation was I walked in trying to get some food trying to be seated and these women two two women I think one of them was uh, in, in involved in some type of altercation with the security guard and then the other one was trying to defend her like you know don't touch my friend yada 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 and in that situation, I was like, man, like this is kind of an example of a situation that makes it kind of hard to feel like you should protect certain people because they out here acting all kind of bad. Like they out here running their mouth, cussing. And one of them even had the nerve when the when the security guard actually put them out to spray him with mace. So it's like, how do you get the balance there? Like, you know, because sometimes we don't do what we're supposed to be doing. I say this, the situation with the young lady who was stabbed on the red line in Chicago, um, that really affected me. It really, um, you know, I remember going to my class picnic after that happened and talking to a brother and wondering why no male stepped up and protected her. And instead, the natural reaction for everyone that was on the train, you know, just in case y'all not familiar with that situation, um, it was a sister, she was dating this dude, and she didn't want to be in a relationship anymore. Somehow, he was following her, he followed her on the train, and um, stabbed her right there on the train in front of everybody. And so, it was chaos, but the first reaction that people did was just to pull out their phones. Mm which was so crazy it was it wasn't the first reaction wasn't to protect her mm. the first reaction was like man there's some good footage there's some good wow. social media stuff and it really was sad just to see like that's where we are mm -hmm. like i remember being a shorty and one of the first times 
I was faced with that kind of situation. And I think, I don't know, I probably was 12 years old, but I saw a young lady, she was being beat up by a boyfriend. And it was several men around and they just watched. Mm. And I'm like, but I'm looking up to these men mm. that are not protect. Not No one did anything. Nobody mm. say, hey, bro, you know, nobody stood up for nobody. Right. You know, so it's, it's real. But I don't understand it because I have sisters mm -hmm. and nothing like that would ever go on. Like, like I go ham for my little sisters, you know, mm -hmm. I go ham, you know, so I just, I just, I, it's a real issue. It's a hard conversation to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, so, I, you know, I think it's very important and I just commend you for having this conversation because it's a very valid and relevant conversation to have. Um, interesting thing about what you said was that you looked up to the guys who were standing by and it, in my mind that just kind of um, made me think that the people that are pulling out their cell phones are pretty much conditioned to be bystanders mm -hmm. because of what like you took that in but you have sisters you took that in and saw them standing by as as a 12 year old you had to process is this what i'm supposed to do or is you know is this is this my position because these are the guys that i look up to mm -hmm. so if that's what they're doing that's what i'm supposed to do now another person could look at that like yeah and take that yeah that is what i'm supposed to do but you being um naturally protective of your sisters saw that as now as a, an adult like that's i know that that was wrong but so many of us, there's so many complexities of, of a household and how people are being raised. They look at that and they take that and they don't know what to do with it. And they're just like, mm -hmm. well, I'll mind my business and or I'll world star or I'll, you know, it's funny because we've, that's the other thing that we do aside from just recording it. Everything is funny. You see somebody falling down some stairs, a natural reaction is to laugh and then to see if they're hurt. That's backwards. But this is the things that we're doing because we've, we've learned to make light of situations so much. So now they're watching this young lady get beat up by her boyfriend and they're like, oh, what did Shorty do to make him do? No, that's not, that's not what we're supposed to interject. You don't want anybody in front of you getting harmed physically at all. Period. You stop that whatever they had going on yes that's their business but as humans you should naturally not want anybody to be harmed in front of you mm -hmm. but like i said there's so much complexity of how people are being raised they don't mm -hmm. know how to rationalize a situation as a human first mm -hmm. it's it's well what was i taught or what have i seen or what right. was, what happened the last time somebody jumped in a fight for somebody else right or what so, happened to me there was right. there, there was a movie that talked about how we would come to a time and day where people would be entertained by just watching people on on, on social media be killed mm. and you know in that movie it showed like the ratings going up and, mm -hmm. and how people were so excited about seeing murder mm -hmm. seeing people killed see seeing all these negative things happening the more the more callous the more cold-hearted the more ratings it got and so it, it seems like pieces of our culture, our society has gotten so desensitized to the point where 
it's entertainment to mm -hmm. us to see these type of abuses. Mm -hmm. You know, it's entertaining. You know, and and that's crazy that everything, it, you know, has gotten so entertaining. Like mm -hmm. this is abusive. Mm -hmm. This is this is something that shouldn't even be mentioned in our society. This mm -hmm. this is something that shouldn't be accepted. But the ratings are going up, and, mm -hmm. and social media is trending over this stuff. It's, it's just so uh, sensational mm -hmm. <laughs> for us. Yeah. And even with that being said, even if we have the education of knowing that it's not right, are we actually projecting that on right. other people? Right. Are we actually educating them? Say, hey, bro, you know, you can do that another way. You don't have to do that in public. Yeah. And not even take it home, but yo, bro, have a conversation. Have a conversation. Let 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 someone know your expectations so you won't actually project your anger out on them later on. And I think, honestly, that's a large part of it. Sometimes people are not able to communicate what they're thinking and feeling. And the only way they know, certain people, the only way they know how to get things out is through physical violence. And it's not an excuse, but that's just the reality for some people. Like, they don't know how to talk and verbalize this hurt me. You hurt me when you did this. You frustrated me when this. I don't like it when whatever. And honestly, having a conversation, um, I mean, can definitely de-escalate a situation or bring clarity, bring understanding to a situation. Yeah, but even as a young black dude growing up, even if I had something to say, sometimes my mother would tell me, shut up, don't say nothing. So I had to bottle those emotions. Mm. And you can't express yourself the way that you want to because you're a kid. So right, right. having that being told to you throughout your life, you'll oh, say, geez. okay, I have anger built up in me because I was never able to express myself or talk the way that I am supposed to now. So it's a foreign language. Mm -hmm. Communication isn't something that's natural to some people. True. What Ernest is saying is absolutely right. I, I was at an event and a lot of brothers were just admitting like how they tried to protect their sisters. Mm -hmm. How they tried to protect their sisters. Their sisters were being beat up by their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And they, they were there to pre protect their sisters. Mm -hmm. But the natural reaction for a woman is to protect the man that she's dating. Mm -hmm. And so she doesn't tell her brothers everything. Right. So how do you protect her? And there's certain elements that she's keeping secret mm -hmm. and not allowing her brothers to even defend her mm -hmm. because she knows that if her father ever finds out, she gonna kill him. He gonna kill him. He gonna kill him. You know, if the, yeah. if her brother so many times, it's like there are brothers that are here to protect you, mm -hmm. to do something about it. Not all men are going to sit back mm -hmm. and not do something. Mm -hmm. But in many cases, mm -hmm. our sisters, our women, mm -hmm. they don't open up. That's true. They don't tell. True. And part do of you... it was what you were saying about, you know, wanting to say something to your mother. And she's like, not right now. And mm -hmm. part of it is. Um, I can recall not in just my household but a lot of the people that I grew up with your mother and your father or whoever you know the adult in that household was like well, what? don't go out there telling people what happens in my house so you take that as an adult now when you have your own house you don't go out and tell people what's happening in your house mm -hmm. and it becomes a, a situation where um, not necessarily that you're trying to protect that male you're, you're trying to protect yourself right. and, and make it seem like you have it all together. Mm -hmm. And 
So that's, you're trying to protect your reputation. Yeah, it's a reputation thing. Your and, image and, and your yeah. home. Yeah, and your home. And like, your you home because you don't want it to split up. Because, yeah. I mean, even though you're having a problem with this person, you still love them. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I, I, I don't know why, but some of us women, we love so hard in situations where we should not even be in in the first place. And we're trying to protect something that we shouldn't be in in the first place. Men love so, the same way. But in a different kind of way, we love mm-hmm. art as well, and mm-hmm. I want the uh, I want that negative connotation on men and our love to be taken away. Men right. love hard as well. We just mm-hmm. love in a different way. True. Women love more um, emotionally and mm-hmm. logically. We mm-hmm. love respectively. Mm-hmm. If okay. you respect us in a place where we can do what we need to do without mm-hmm. feeling like we have to um, live by your rules or feel like we're living with our mothers again, mm-hmm. then you got us. But if mm. you downgrade us and make us feel like we're one of your sons, instead mm. of your helpmate or at least the house uh, head, then, yeah, we're pretty much going to not feel safe and secure with you. Because men can be unsafe and unsure with women as well. Mm. So let me ask you this. So do you think that um, a lot of the lack of protection for black women comes from a result of the breakdown in the relationship between black men and women? Absolutely. How do you protect somebody that's jumping in your face? How do you protect the woman that's constantly challenging your authority, challenging your leadership, mm. challenging your position in the house? And and now you're here. She's fighting you. Mm-hmm. She's fighting you. She's fighting your position. Mm-hmm. She's fighting your authority. Right. And so, but at the same time, you're called to protect her. Mm-hmm. While she, at the same time she's attacking you, mm. okay, and that's, and that's, that's those are that's the it's very real, yeah, it's, yeah, and it it's all in communication, Absolutely. and it's all in um, there was a happening, there, there was a generational happening that became cyclical where, and and like not to get too deep, but the the point was to take the the black family and break it apart. Right. So the men were being taken to jail and they're mm-hmm. being, you know, they're having to go farther away for work. And so the women had to take on the role of being this powerful person. And then now you, oh, you've been gone mm-hmm. and now you want to come back and tell me what to do. So there's, there's so there needed much to be some to, type of reintegration. Yes. And to be honest, you know, it never should have happened, but there's so many different reasons for why, a black woman is angry mm-hmm. and um, the, it all boils down to communicating, like you said, communicating your your expectations, communicating your feelings. And that's where it starts. That's where resolution starts. Right. If two people are trying to be in a union or in a relationship, it doesn't matter what anybody else has going on. They need to be able to communicate between each other right like if i i need you to protect me but i also need you to know that it's going to be difficult for me to stand down at times and so you pick your battles Mm -hmm. you know but we don't have these conversations when we get into relationships we just expect for people to understand what hey no you should know that i don't like for you to put your toothbrush on this side so now that you're doing (laughs) that i'm angry and now i'm fired up and then you're like wait it's a toothbrush but no you should know that this is my house and so it, it just all turns into something that it doesn't have to be right. because nobody's communicating the underlying issues, which mm-hmm. is, you know, well, I feel, yeah, I feel that I need X, Y, and Z and mm-hmm. you're not giving it. 
Ooh, I can honestly say that I'm excited to start and continue this dialogue. Um, in this episode, which is only part one, don't worry, <laughs> we included some of our brothers um, in the conversation of being black, female, and protected. You do not want to miss part two, so stay tuned. Um, I thank you guys all for listening. Again, my name is Sunshine Wiley. I am your host for the Sunshine State. You can look us up on our website, www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that is www.sunshinestate.com. That's sunshine with an o state.com um also available on facebook um as well as instagram at sunshine state vibes um feel free to like subscribe and share we are also available on itunes google play as well as soundcloud thank you guys so much for tuning in with us today embrace gratitude and have a good week so stand out stand out stand out Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.